Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, my good People, it is Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with Ray G. And for that, I appreciate you waking up early, getting your coffee in, getting it going. I'm, I'm up, baby. I'm up. I'm ready. There's no sleep in my eye. Just letting you know Jay Rich is back here. Weak, weak sauce, tired, sleepy, groggy, dragging ass this morning. That ain't how we do it, baby. We wake up as soon as our feet touch the ground. We are excited because we are blessed to see another day, and damn it, we get to do what we love, which is talk about sports, talk about football, and I'm glad my people are with me this morning. Shout out Prize Picks. Use that promo code WAKEUP. 100% deposit match up to $100. Subscribe to the newsletter. Check out the podcast feed. We got another dope announcement coming Friday, another edition of the podcast lineup that I am excited as hell about. This is This is big. This is big news. It's big person, it's big news, it's dope. Troy King and Laquan Jones did their TL Fantasy show on the channel last night. So if you weren't tapped in this past Tuesday, make sure your ass is in there. Next week, 6 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, one hour, Troy and LQ going through waivers, going through the Monday Night Football recap. Make sure you are tapped in to that show. But I'm feeling good. Who we got in the building this morning? Let me see. Where my damn comments at? I can't. I can't see. The eyes are the eyes are struggling. Who we got? We got Patrick in the building. What's up, P? Marlon, main event. Ben Mason in the building. Happy hump day. Yes, sir. Dynasty Barry. What up, baby? Let's get it, Barry. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Uh, who else? Nathan, Steven, John, Lindsey Mack, Fizzle, Cold World, Rico. Got a lot of people in the building. Spartan, 11 uh, 11-7. What's up, Spartan? King Yada, what's up, baby? What's happening with y'all this morning? All right. Good stuff. Where's Jay Rich at? Jay. You all right back there? You good? I'm good. I'm good. You threw me under the bus before we even got on the show. So the people, they may not have known that I'm tired. They may not have known that I spilt coffee grounds all over my kitchen Weak counter sauce. on the floor. Ridiculous this morning. Uh, yeah, not a great morning for me, but happy to be here. Excited. All right. I don't know if you saw Aaron Judge hit his 60th home run yesterday. I saw that. And, Ju- um, and uh, Stanton went, did a walk-off grand slam. Walk off Grand Slam, Giancarlo Stanton, my goodness. The only thing we're talking about in baseball right now is whether or not Aaron Judge can hit 62 home runs. But question for the people before we get started. Should I go to the Yankees-Blue Jays game Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday? And how much is too much to pay for a left field ticket? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know from the people because he is coming to Toronto. And if I if I somehow get a ticket in left field, catch that you home run ball, go. Ray, what's that worth? You What's that go. worth? A million dollars? What are you trying to catch? Five hundred thousand? How many? How many games are left? It might be how much? How much time is left in the season? Oh, a week. Like maybe oh, okay. six games. Okay, I was gonna see. Did he have any shot at Bonds' record? But not no. with the week. Not no. with the week. But what the thing is, the thing is with this record though. 
Yeah, but the thing is, is that Judge is the clean record, right? So the, mm. the clean record, I believe, is 61 or 62. So that's the record he's striving ah. to beat because you got Bonds' record. It's the tainted, tarnished, steroid record. But right. he can potentially break the clean record. That's kind of the hoopla. Hell yeah, you got to go, Aaron baby. Season, we need right? you to catch that ball, mm. man. We need you to catch that clean home run ball. Upgrade the show. Get us a studio here. Come on. I know I got to get a piece of that. So you got to go. I don't care if it's Monday, Tuesday. You got to go to that game. You got to go. And I don't know what the price of too much is. 60-second homer ball would likely be worth about 400 k Damn. I, I, I think genuinely, like, you'd probably get at least season tickets out of it for something. You, mm-hmm. You'd probably get a lot, man. Like if you gave it back? Ball. Like if you give it yeah, back Yeah, you'd get a lot. Like, you, imagine if you got you got judges, like, the he might not give you the jersey, but he might give you, like, the shoes or something that he wore yeah. in that game when he hit it. Like, yeah. imagine if he gave you the bat when he hit it. Like, or dude, even if, yeah, even if it was just something. Yeah, you got to go to that shit, man. You got to go. It's the experience, cool. baby. You got to go. You got to go. Yeah. All right, man. Um. Jay, who who were you after this week? Waivers? Like, was there any primary target that you were after this week? I was trying to like go through all my stuff last night, just wondering if anything cleared for you. We could talk to the people real quick about that. Was there anybody you were like, I have to have this week, especially in our redraft leagues? Man, a lot of people don't know. Like, we play redraft, baby. We do it all. Yeah. But was there anybody? Like, I'm checking right now to see if some stuff cleared. Was there anybody you was after yesterday in particular? Not really anyone in particular, but the funny thing is, is that last week, actually, I was picking up some Curtis Samuel, right, on that, on the hype that was week one. And it's interesting because you see him now on people's waiver wire still, and you're like, what are you doing? If Curtis Samuel's on your waiver wire, you have to go get him because he's still the leading, leading target man for the Washington Commanders. Um, outside of that, though, there's not a whole lot of guys I was looking at. You know, Devin DuVernay is a guy that you could mm. pick up, but you probably don't want to play. Uh, outside of that, you know, it's tight ends. Who are you picking up at tight end? Man, I don't know. I feel like unless you got Gerald Everett, you're kind of screwed right now. Uh, there's not a yeah. whole lot going on. I wouldn't mind taking a shot on Ross Dwelly if you wanted to. Oof. But, you know, quarterbacks, I, I mean, went in, Carson I went Wentz all, is out I went, there. I went all in on Jimmy Garoppolo in the league. It's a super Oh, no, flex you league. didn't. Had to. I lost oh. Trey Lance. I lost Trey Lance. I had to go all in on Jimmy G. I had no other quarterback. I went all in on Jimmy G. So we'll see how that plays out. But, yo, we got to talk some risers, some fallers, some buys, some sells. Some question marks, man. I've been thinking a lot. I've been thinking a lot about these players early this season. And while a lot of people are like, oh, it's only two games. Don't overreact. If you start out 0-2, 0-3 in your leagues, it's probably not going to happen for you. Like, it's... You're gonna take a, it's, it's going to take a miracle for you to make the playoffs. Can it happen? Yes. But you can't start off... You don't want to be starting sitting at 0-2 and you damn sure don't want to fall to 0-3 this year, Jay. And I've, I've been thinking, man, like... I feel like there's some landmine players right now that were drafted really high, and it's almost like you're forced to start them because you drafted them so high, but you're probably better off not even playing them because of what's happening, man. So I just I want to I want to get into it, man. I want to talk about a couple of players, Jay, and the people. Y'all let me know, but a couple of players that I'm concerned about seasonally and long term. Um, you know, dynasty like long term value this season. I'm very, very that the fire, the ass is warming up. It's getting hot, Jay. And I want to start off with talking about one of the guys that I was really high on coming out in the uh, 2021 class, and he produced for us. He's a top five running back last year. But Jay, I want to get I want to get your opinions on one Najee Harris, man. I am genuinely concerned. You know, we were going through our rankings for Friday that we're going to drop our weekly rankings. And Najee's low, man. I, I, I am very 
very concerned about Najee Harris. Like, uh, the offensive line isn't good. The quarterback situation isn't good. His body isn't good. Like, I know they're saying he's healthy, but you can't be hurt, and then you're not hurt, and then you're all the way. I'm watching him play. It's looking bad right now with, with Pittsburgh. Mitch Trubisky ain't it. You know, I, what are where are you at with Najee Harris, man? I mean, I would not consider him a buy by any stretch of the imagination. He would yep. most likely be a sell for me. But if you drafted him in the first or second round for your league this year, for your seasonal league, how are you feeling about Najee today, man? You're not feeling good, right? I think that's what it comes down to is, and I, I think the biggest problem for him now is his touchdown ceiling is even lower than it was before. You look at the guys he's going around right now, he's 12.3 points per game in PPR. Damian Harris, he's actually with Leonard Fournette. Tony Pollard, like, again, these are guys who he should have a higher ceiling than because of volume, but he's not getting the touchdown, so that's a bit of a problem. Uh, Ray, I think we should just hop right into it because we're not doing another show until Friday. He plays on Thursday. Who yep. would you play over Najee Harris, right? Najee Harris, I think there's a lot of guys that you got to play. This is a game over on a total of like 38 and a half right now, probably dropping. I, I just don't know how you could play him. The Browns defense is too good. Maybe you have a small shot because Javon Clowney is banged up, so they may have a weaker uh, right side. But outside of that, I mean, the offensive line is terrible. Mitch Trubisky's been god-awful. They need to go to Kenny Pickett at this point. I don't see a reason not to. But Mike Tomlin, you know, he says he's going to stay with them. He believes in them, blah, 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 blah. Like, it just, at this point, you can't trust him. Can you bench him, though? I that's, don't know. But that's I think what I'm asking, man. Like, and, and, so and George I, I look at him right in the here. same light I'd as uh, Zeke Elliott. Any, we're going to get to him. Uh, George, yeah. it's not even – it's it's Najee, it's Jalen – I don't care who they throw back there. Uh, like, yeah. And I'm looking at it, right? Let, let's see if we could pull this up. Let me make sure I share the right screen. Lord have mercy. Let me make sure I don't have anything. Let's, let's close this. Uh, wife's text. Let's get those out of there. Let's see if we can – okay, here we go. Player profiler. Player profiler, our boys, Matt Kelly. That's my dog, man. That's my guy. But I'm looking at Najee, right? And you see his juke rate, fifth. Evaded tackles, seven, uh, 17. He's number four in the NFL. But you go up here, 34th in rushing yards. But the snap share here, he is uh, 64% snap share. I can't see, bro. I'm blind as a damn bat. Uh, opportunity share, six in opportunity share. Carries, he's 18th. He's not getting targets. Like, the question is what you just asked, Jay. Can you bench Najee Harris, man? Like, can do you if you have him and read like and again you took him in the second round and redraft or even like you you almost forced to start his ass, man. Do you want to play him on Thursday? I don't want to, right? I don't, I don't. But I think is there is there any world where he's not a flex? And I think the answer is no. Like he's a guy who does have tremendous touchdown upside. They just need to get to the red zone, right? And he's a guy that can score a touchdown. But yeah, it's it's difficult to start him. Like I'd say, him and Zeke like are very comparable. Uh. He's got let he has less carries than Damian Pierce, Dalvin Cook, Jeff Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Antonio Gibson, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders. Ooh. Like. That's a problem. And and like you said, he's not getting the huge volume that we like in the receiving game. So that's the biggest problem. Rubio just asked Najee or Zeke. I think the answer is still Najee because there is still the issue of Tony Pollard getting carries and receptions out of the backfield. Najee doesn't have that problem. But the problem is his team can't even get to the red zone and score. They're basically getting across the 50 and trying a 50-yard field goal. And that's about as far as they can move the ball most of the time. So 
it's going to be a problem, right? I think the Browns defense poses a lot of problems for this team. I think he's going to get the box stacked against him like he does every game. And you just forced Mitch Trubisky to beat you. And that's the biggest issue for Najee right now. He's not getting the carries. He's not getting the touchdown opportunities. It's just hard not to hard to bench him, though. I think you have to play him. I think he's at least a flex. Ray, do you think any differently? Man, um, I guess you you have like who are you who are you benching him for, right? Like if you invested that early in that running back, and I'm just, I mean, who are you benching him for? I'm looking on. I'm now, so here's look, a, actually here's here's a question for you, Ray, because this is actually one that I think you can make a case for. Talk to me. Would you bench Najee Harris for Jamal Williams against the Vikings this week? That doesn't feel good, man. I, it doesn't mind, feel good, but again, we're talking mind, about a game with one of the highest, one of the highest projected totals, fifty-three and a half. The Lions have, I believe, averaged seventy-two points in their games, uh, like on both sides of the ball, like massive totals on both sides. Shootouts every game. Jamal Williams again, lots of touchdown upside because the Lions are scoring a lot. It, it's it sounds crazy, but again, uh, they're sounds, literally less than less hell, than man. That's less than one wild. point per game difference in the first. I two get weeks. it. It sounds wild. I, I'm. <sighs> It sounds know, ridiculous, man. right? I, like I'm even Tony to... Pollard, right? Tony Pollard and yeah, Najee Patrick Harris. Cass, would you would you bench Najee for Tony Pollard? Um, I don't think it's crazy. Again, twelve points per game. It's to easy to twelve point three points. It's easy game. for us to sit back and say this, right? Like, oh yeah, do it, do it. Would you actually like? The question is, if we're going to give people this advice, would you do it? Would you pull Najee out of your starting lineup and put in Tony Pollard? Put in Jamal Williams. Put in Damian Harris. Would you legitimately, like, keep shit a buck? Would you do it? And I don't think, I think that's probably the right play, but it's like one more week. Like, and here's the shitty part about playing them. If you stick them in that running back spot, (laughs) make sure you have them in that first of all. And he he wets the bed, like, you're you're just in a hole going into Sunday already, right? But but I think the problem is, Ray, is you you should expect that at this point from Najee. You're not expecting him to go out there and drop 20 points, right? You can see it. You can see that great sleeper projection, 15 points, 17 points, whatever he is, because he's projected super high all the time. We're getting there. But he's not really getting there. We're getting there, Nathan. And and real quick, just to to flip the script to long term, right now on Keep Trade Cut, he's RB6. In Dynasty, right? Right now, oh, keep trade man. cut. He's RB six. I just want to pull up where. Tell me if I'm if I'm too low on him, Jay. Like, let's go to. Like, I'm gonna go to my joint, right? And let's look at where I have Najee. I've got Najee out of the superstar tier, so out of tier one. Yeah. I only got two running backs there. He's at the bottom of the next tier, below Eckler, Mixon, McCaffrey, Barkley, Javonta Williams. Should I have him even lower than where I have him right now? Should he be even lower than this? Potentially. Um, I think it's a bit of an overreaction to drop him into that third tier. I mean, you I see Damian in Pierce the in there, yeah. Zeke Elliott, and Antonio Gibson, right? Chubb. J.K. Dobbins, Rashad. Yeah. Like, again, they're, they're, you're, he's a guy that sh- deserves to be there because of the team that he plays for. Right. But if situation switches, which you know we can only hope, um, he deserves to be in that upper tier, right? And maybe even in the superstar tier because, again, he gets the volume and has that touchdown upside. That's that's the biggest problem, I think, is that his team is just so bad right now. You just can't bank on him. But if he is there and healthy and, and everything is going right and the offense is actually humming, he is a very good, talented running back for fantasy football. And so I think where you have him is appropriate. I think okay. you have to take him last in that tier, yep. right? Because everyone else plays on good offenses outside of Christian McCaffrey, I'm pretty sure, in yep. on that list, yep. right? So you have Christian McCaffrey, best fantasy football player of all time, and then mm-hmm. a bunch of other guys on good offenses. So Najee has to be at the bottom of that list no matter what. 
Let's talk about Derrick Henry. Um, another one of those guys where he was a first round pick in most redraft leagues, right? Like you're not you're not thinking yep. dynasty, you're not thinking long term, but it hasn't been good for one Derrick Henry to start the season. And I'm not gonna blame it all. The the Titans look bad, man. Mike Vrabel has some of the highest odds to be the first coach fired this season. Yep. They can dump Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry next year, save fifty million dollars with no dead money. Like it's almost in my mind. It's like a foregone conclusion that that Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill won't be on the Titans next year. And every week that goes by and they get their shit kicked in, it makes it seem like Mike Vrabel's not going to be there either uh, moving forward. So Derrick Henry, the king, and this one I'm a little more nervous about, like benching him. Like, I don't think you... you uh, let me just answer that question first of all. I'm not benching Derrick Henry. I just no. I know he's going to get enough volume to where it's Derrick Henry. He can break one. He can get multiple touchdowns. The issue is that's what you're banking on because he's not catching the ball. Um, yeah. The offense is anemic. Really, th- this whole the whole Tennessee situation blows my mind because I love Robert Woods. Good player. Love his comeback. Traylon Burks is a better weapon right now than Robert Woods. You could it doesn't take much to watch the game and say, get 16 the ball, right? But he's yeah. running 16 routes. You you did last week. 16 routes. I know they only ran like 15 plays overall yeah. with the starting unit. But what are you doing with Derrick Henry, man? Because it's been a rough start for his ass, too. Let's just keep it real. It's been rough for Derrick Henry to start the season out. I mean, I'm not as worried about Derrick Henry because of the team that he's been playing against, right? Like, Buffalo Bills literally have the best run defense in the NFL right now. So, again, you could say what you want about the team and how bad they are and all these things. And they did lose Taylor Lewan, I believe, in that game as well. I'm not even sure that his injury status. But the actual team itself has a much better schedule going forward. They play the Commanders. They play the Colts, who do have a top-10 defense. And they play the Raiders. The Raiders just played the, Carol- uh, the Cardinals, who don't have a run game at all. So, obviously, they didn't run much on them. But the Commanders have a bottom-five run defense. I believe that the Raiders can get run all over. It's really just can he do something against the Colts. And you look at that schedule and you say, well, you know, that's great and all, but then he plays the Texans, he plays the Chiefs, he plays the Broncos, who just got shredded by the Seahawks. I think there's good things coming for Derrick Henry. So again, you can try and panic and be worried about him, uh, but against the Raiders, I think he will get loose and I think he will do have a good game. He's also playing at home this week, so I do like him playing at home. I, I just, I as much as I Jay, am scared, I'm fine Jay, with him. I don't think he's going to be bad at all. 59% <laughs> snap share, right? He's six well, when you don't pl- when you well, don't play for I, I, I a quarter and a half, I get, I, mean. I get it. One target on the season, one target for Derrick Henry. Yeah. And I thought when they activated Hassan Haskins, deactivated Dontrell Don Hilliard, I'm like, oh shit, you got to take the over on Derrick Henry's uh, targets, right? Red zone yeah. touches that they probably haven't been there a lot, but only three for Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. No receptions, no receiving yards, one TD. I mean, this just. I'm looking at the peripherals, man, and it's just doesn't look good, right? It doesn't look good for King Henry. But again, you drafted him early. You you can't you're not gonna bench him. You can't, right? Nope. Like you cannot bench Derrick Henry. You can't do no, it. You're like not. it's a no. There's no way. Yeah, and 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 again, this schedule is not that bad, right? If he's playing the Bills again, I'd be like, yeah, maybe you could consider it. But he's not, right? He's playing mediocre defenses, and against mediocre defenses, Derrick Henry should get I, loose. And I said but this again yesterday. when there's. 
when there's no threat in the passing game, it makes Derrick Henry's job a lot harder. And that's that's what we did not project coming into the season was how much more difficult it is. Like for Jonathan Taylor, when they don't have Michael Pittman, it is for Derrick Henry when they lose A.J. Brown and Traylon Burks is only running 50% of the snaps. All right, let's, let's be a little quicker on these ones. What's your concern level in redraft just this year, looking at this year, what's going on in New York with Brees Hall and Michael Carter? Because a lot of people were taking Brees Hall. I got on the show with Ian Harditz and Dwayne McFarlane with PFF, and we're talking about Brees Hall, third, fourth round pick, right? And so far, it's been like 50-50 between him and Michael Carter. Now, we don't have any way of crystal balling this thing and looking 10 weeks down the future, down the road, right? But do you think this is more of start to the season veteran preferential treatment? Like, let's let's keep Carter involved. He was here last year. He played well. We're not just going to kick him to the curb. Or do you think this is more of the trend that we're going to continue to see from Robert Sala and the Jets where they're going to use both Michael Carter and Brees Hall in that offense for the rest of the season, which will sort of nuke both of their values? Where are you at really quickly on Brees Hall and his outlook? I think that it's going to be cloudy, right? Week to week, we don't know what to expect from them production-wise. They're basically splitting carries right now, 17 to 13, 14 to 10 in targets. So again, Michael Carter barely leading the way in both categories. I think it's going to be a split. I don't know if we see Brees Hall take over. I think Salah seems to be happy with what the team is doing, and I don't think we should expect anything to change. It sucks for us because we drafted them high, but Carter has been earning those touches. So I don't really hate the decision at all by the coaching staff. Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard, where are we at with those two? I'm, I'm going through all these split backfields where the prevailing thought is you got to start these guys. Zeke's going to get the volume. He's gotten yeah. 15 carries back-to-back weeks, right? But he's not involved in the receiving game. What are you doing, Jay? I mean, I think he's this tough, is tough because he's a guy. This is a, this is a, a guy rough I, redraft year, bro. This is a rough a, year. Yeah. This is a he's a guy ahead. I think you can bench. That's the problem with Zeke is uh, like when he's not scoring touchdowns, I think he's a guy you can bench. The question is for who? Maybe a receiver because a receiver maybe has similar upside because he's not scoring touchdowns. He's not getting anything out of the backfield. I think Tony Pollard is the better flex option. I think they're both flex, op- flex options at best. I think Tony Pollard is the better one because, again, you see the explosion on the field. And, and I think the bigger thing is the game script is always going to be in his favor. It's not in Zeke's favor anymore. They're not going to be up in games. They're probably not going to be winning games by multiple touchdowns where Zeke's going to grind out a game. I think you got to start Tony Pollard. But, Ray, where are you at with your Cowboys? And what are you doing with those running backs? I mean, I've got Zeke in some spots, and I've just got to keep trotting him out there, man. I just have to bank on, I just have to bank on the fact that he's going to fall in the end zone. Um, yeah. I, I, don't know what else to, I don't know what else to do, man. You know, if Pollard, Pollard doesn't rip off that long run – it's it was the long run of the touchdown and he deserved it, but he's not getting the volume that I want. Like I need more from him too. It's just like all these backfields. It's like they're giving the the guy that shouldn't get the ball just enough work to to make the other guy problematic or at least not confident yeah. to start. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll say this though, man. I'll say this. Redraft. We're coming full circle. Where's my girl at? Where's Joe at? Joe. Where you at? I know you're in here. Yeah, 2022 is is for dynasty players, right? I know, I know. Pretty Where's much. Joe at? I think you should try. I think if you can, off of the down week last week, I think Gibson is a nice redraft buy, man. I really do. Ooh. I think Antonio Ooh. Gibson. I think if you can get him off of the bad week, right? 28 yards. He did score a touchdown. Wasn't really involved in the receiving game. Like the more like. 
the reality is, man, and I'm no doctor. I don't know what's going on in the in the in the medical room. And I just want to say I hope Brian Robinson is fucking crushing it, right? I hope we get him yeah. in week five and he's just ready to go. But I don't think he is going to be, man. Like I, I just don't I don't think so. I could be totally wrong, and and quite frankly, I hope I'm wrong. But if he's yeah. not ready to go like that, then Gibson's the guy the rest of the way. And I don't think he's going to have 28-yard performances week in and week out. So I don't, I don't know what he's going to – I don't know what they're going to do long term because there's a good yeah. chance Ron Rivera's on the hot seat. I know a lot of people, Ryan Fowler over at TDN covers the commanders, saying that he could be one of the coaches fired at the end of this season, right? Just he hasn't been getting it done. I think I, – I, I just – I think the exit te- the the story is awesome. I want to see him get on the field and play. But is he going to get on the field with the bullets through the knee and the the atrophy that he's going to face in the leg? Like, is he going to get on the field and just be the B Rob that we saw through the preseason? And the answer is probably no. Like, if I had to make a bet, if I had to place my chips on the table, I would bet no. And Gibson's going to get that volume. McKissick hasn't been a problem, right? It's just yes, yeah. a little bit of Yolo Wentz, the offense game script. I think he's a solid go buy low this year for this year. I think I would do it, man. I th- I kind of like it, man. And Be- Barry so, agrees. The best best name discussed today. I'm thinking about we're talking about all the players not to play. Let's go find some guys that you can buy and they can help you win this season. And I think Antonio Gibson is that guy. Yeah, right. To your point, right? You're taking a, two guys, Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott, and trying to get them into a less clouded backfield with more certain touches. But I think the unfortunate reality is that both these teams are a lot more similar than maybe we're leading them out to be, right? Because the commanders are still allowing 400 yards per game. They're still in a bunch of negative game scripts. And if Antonio Gibson's not getting the receiving work, then that's going to be a problem, right? But to your point about volume and what we project, I think where he is good is that he will get his touches every week. With Zeke and Ballard, I think it's a bit of a toss-up as to who's going to be the guy week to week. And for good reason, right? They're both talented and can both do different things. But Gibson will always be in the game and will always be that goal line back, at least till B-Rob is back. And to your point, maybe even when B-Rob is back, he still will get those goal line touches. I think that's what you're banking on if you trade for him right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just real quick, I'm just going to run through a list of running back names and just Tell me the ones that you're like, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. No, I don't want Miles Sanders, actually. Um, It's funny. Matthew Barry was talking about on his show how Miles Sanders got like 20 carries in this game. He's not going to do that every week, right? They're not going to be in blowouts every week. I would not be buying Miles Sanders. If anything, I'd be selling him, you know, trying to get an an upside running back for Miles Sanders and sell someone on the hope that he's going to get, you know, 18, 20 carries a week. Uh, Not all in on Miles Sanders. And And I see why for a lot of people. All right, Chase Edmonds. Nah, man. When you get out snapped by Raheem Mostert, I think it's over. Talk about a guy you want to pick up on waiver wires. Raheem Mostert is definitely that guy. He's, yes. He could definitely have the backfield to himself yes. going forward. I believe uh, Troy said on the show, like 35% snaps for Edmonds and 67 for Mostert. Mostert. Yeah, not great for Chase going forward. Last one. Last one. As somebody that maybe you can get off of a down week that could be a 20-carry guy, which we don't see very many of those anymore, Cordell Patterson. Yeah, so it's weird, man. In the community, it seems to there's some. I got to him ranked so low in are, Dynasty. He's in the E tier <laughs> in Dynasty. E is E tier in Dynasty. People seem to think it's going to be Tyler Algier, like time soon. I'm not really there yet, personally. I think that uh, he will be fine going forward. It's just I, you got to kind of temper expectations, right? A lot of negative game scripts. Um, they're not going to be up in a lot of games. So that's that's the biggest problem for Patterson, and he hasn't been doing a ton receiving the ball. I don't believe. 
Uh, but he's but he's been solid when he's running the ball. So I think you want to keep on your roster. But really, what are you going to get for Cordero Patterson? Like, no one's going to trade you much for him at all. So I think you just got to hold him and, well, and I would flex want him. him. I would want to go get him is what I'm saying. But, yeah. All right. All right. Let's go wide receivers. Let's let's talk about some receivers who finally, 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 finally. are wide receivers. Baby. The players that are actually playing well. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Real, real players. Wide receivers matter always. Uh, Jay, talk to me. 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 Where are you at with Drizzy Drake? Where are you at with Drake London? Dude, must must I mean, start. What if, is he a is must start? Two weeks, wide receiver two going a forward. Must start wide receiver. I'm seeing people say absolutely. Okay, not even close, man. This dude's fucking 18 and a half points per game right now in a bunch of negative game scripts because the Falcons are terrible. Play Drake London every week. Okay. You drafted him in like the seventh, eighth round, okay. and he's returning wide receiver two value, wide receiver one upside. I think he's great. You know, you can say Marcus Mariota stinks because he's not getting the ball to Kyle Pitts. Frankly, I do not care because I didn't draft Kyle Pitts. I drafted Drake London because I believed he would be the one, and he is. Start him every week. All right. Let's go through uh, this one. And you, sir, I blame your oh, ass. You. I know who's coming. Because you pumped a, uh, 150 targets. He's the only ticket in town. Who do you think I'm talking about? Who do you think? Now I'm I don't know. I thought now, we were going to Bateman. No, we're not going to <laughs> Bateman, but I will get you on him. Darnell Mooney. What yeah. are we doing with? And here's the here's the here's the part about Mooney, man. He is the only receiver that he's the only one and doesn't get the ball. He he's not even the, the leading receiver, which is nuts. Who's the leading receiver? Equinemia St. Brown. Equinemia St. Brown is the leading target getter and receiver in the Chicago Bears offense. Um, no, you are not playing wow. him. Like I don't care how high you drafted Mooney. I get it, bro. You I took I played him two weeks in a row. We were took, wrong, and I'm, you cannot I put play James Darnell Cook Mooney. in over him. I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't do Mooney again. I but can't Ray, do it. Ray, did you regret it when it came down to it? No, because he didn't do anything. You cannot play any Chicago Bear not named Dave Montgomery. You, you can't. Maybe you want to play Justin Fields if you're feeling dicey. You know, I'm doing it in a couple leagues, praying for those rushing touchdowns. Woof but um, yeah, Darnell you cannot Mooney, play man. Darnell Mooney. No, I, I, you can't. You can't sell him. You probably shouldn't well, drop them. Let's, just, well, let's get into it then. It. Let's let's keep let's keep shit consistent and keep it real. Can you start DK Metcalf? Can you start? You talked about his trick play. <sighs> oh, you would have caught it. And uh, can you roll out DK Metcalf with any confidence? What do most people play? Two wide start, two wide receivers start three, start two, start three. In start two, you ain't starting DK Metcalf. There's no way. So there's no. Let me way give you a counter argument here. Would you start Elijah Moore week to week? Yeah. Just say yes. Yes. Just say yes, right? What's the difference between these two teams? They're both terrible. They both have bad quarterbacks, and they're both in negative game scripts, except one might actually get the ball. It was Tyler Lockett week this week, DK Metcalf week the week before that. They're scoring the same amount of points, 8.1 fantasy points per game. If you're starting Elijah Moore, you're starting DK Metcalf. And again, this comes down to is he's still the alpha in the offense. There's still going to be Tyler Lockett games out there. We know this happens. But I think you have to at least flex DK Metcalf. You're not drafting him not to play him. He has touchdown upside. They're going to be in negative game scripts. Gino needs to throw the ball a lot. They just need Pete to fucking open up the offense, and I think that DK Metcalf will be just fine. Amari Cooper, you got to start him, right? I you, think you should. You got to start Yeah, like Gino, or start not Gino Smith. Um, what's his name? Jacoby Brissett talked about how 
Yeah, but so the question is though, right? Would you start him this week though? I don't love the matchup this that's week. Why I I that's why I went to this him. week. That's why I went to him. Uh, this week, I'd say you could bench him. I, I think he's got a tough matchup, man. He could get doubled. Like they got no one else out there. DPJ's not going to hurt the Steelers. Um, if you if you got a running back you like over him, I think he's a guy flex option at best. I wouldn't be all in on Cooper. But I mean, Jacoby Brissett did talk about how when they watched the film after game one, he was like, "God damn, like you're always open," and that's why he got the ball more in game two. I think they got to go to Coop. If you, I don't think he's a must start, but I think he's definitely at flex worthy at best. He's not a wide receiver two at this point. Can I can I get gross? Can we ask some real tough names? Because there's Absolutely. some people out there. Well, not everybody has Jamar and Jefferson, right? They're out there starting trash, right? They're out there d- diving deep. So let me give you let me give you some dirty names to tell me if we can start these players with any sort of confidence, with any sort of. Uh, let's talk about Zay Jones. Let's talk dirty. Let's get dirty to our flex plays. Zay Jones, wh- where are you at with Zay Jones in that Jacksonville offense, which? I know you don't like Trevor Lawrence, but they're playing better, right? Zay Jones. Can you throw Zay Jones out there? Somebody asked me about Zay Jones. I think no. that you can. Yeah, I think no. the targets are going to be what? <laughs> you, you don't want to play Zay I'm Jones? Saying no, but you go ahead and give us the reason why you would play Zay Jones. The targets are not there. I think you can, there. man. The targets are the targets no, are good enough. Like what? Okay, what do you expect from your wide receiver week targets. to week? Like this. Dude, this was a blowout. He got nine targets in week one, 65 yards. He had four in an absolute blowout of the Indianapolis Colts. They play the Chargers. Then they play Philly. Like, those are two games you can start Zay Jones. He's probably going to get eight to ten targets week to week. They're going to be losing. They're going to be down. There's going to be a reason why he gets those targets. I think you can start him in those two matchups. For the next two weeks, I think he's good to go. Okay. Rookie wide receivers. We already hit on Drake London. You're starting Garrett Wilson every week, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to. I mean, he played so well. You have to start him. I don't don't know if he's going to be consistent, but yeah. Are you buying into the Chris Olave? He had 400 air yards. You got to start him. (laughs) 12 targets. Are you not, dude? I'm not. not? I'm not buying. I'm not buying air yards from Jameis Winston. You would start Zay Jones and not Chris Olave. I'm just getting this right. Yeah, because Zay Jones actually gets targets, and he like again. This is a game that was completely out of hand. You're telling me you're selling me on air yards right now, really? You're telling me on air yards. Um, he got 14 targets or some shit like that. He got 13 targets. He caught five yeah. passes, 80 receiving yards. But again, this is a game that I don't trust Jameis Winston. Do you trust Jameis Winston? No, but I trust him to chuck okay, the ball Okay, so up. then why are we buying on air yards? B- sell me on air yards with a quarterback that I trust, then I'd say, okay, no problem. But I, I don't want to start a lot of it week to week. I think he'll be too volatile. You still have Jarvis Landry getting his targets. Michael Thomas, clearly the one. Zay Jones has been the one in that offense at times, and, and Christian Kirk is the one. You know, we love Christian Kirk, wide receiver seven on the season, but I think that, in my opinion, you can't necessarily start Chris Olave week to week. There's too many options there. Oh, and Kamara's going to come back Nathan, too. Nathan, you got to the final one, but I'll, I'll keep it quiet. Scott Connor, shout out Scott. Josh Palmer, startable if Keenan Allen is back. What Absolutely not. He wasn't. He wasn't even good when Keenan Allen was out. So why would I start him? You with are Allen savage again? mode this morning, man. Just- he had like thirty receiving yards outside of that one touchdown he scored at the end of the game. Like again, he's supposed to be the guy, but I'm just. I'm not there. I'm not starting him. He wasn't startable when he had his opportunity. If Keenan Allen is back, why would I start him? Okay. Nathan brought it up, and I kind of talked about it a little bit on Monday. Nelson Aguilar. Dude, I, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm not going there, man. Like, okay, he made one great catch. I'll give him that. Uh, Nelson, I'm sorry. Thirteen point four points bad. per game right now. He's a top. He's a wide receiver three, right now. 
I just can't do it, man. I just can't do it. Right? Come on, man. Are we really going to start Nelson Aguilar even as a flex? Like, I just, if if your league is deep, listen. Some people, sure. Some people if are going down 12, to gross 13, options, dog. Some people are down to gross options. Um, I think we ja- can do better. Jacoby Myers is who you want. Jacoby Myers yes. is an absolute start. Like you're starting Jacoby Myers, right? Right now, 15th yeah. in targets, 14th in target share, 10th in target rate. You know, routes. I like to see him run some more routes. They got him out there blocking. I don't know why. Yeah, but well, because yeah. that's all they can do is run the ball. That's J- why. Jacoby Myers, right? Yes. Yeah, he's the guy you want in that offense, 100. percent George said, "I can give you 75 wide. Get the hell out of here, George. You can't give me 75 receivers to start over uh, over old Nelson. We all could right. try. We had one more that I wanted to touch on. One more of these these wide receivers who's not playing right now. But what what do you expect from this player when they come back? Where are you at, Jay Rich? Well, it's two guys, Michael Gallup okay. and Rondell Moore. Where are you at with those two players? Are those are those stashes? And a lot of people are saying, go get Gallup. I'm seeing a lot of people say, go get Gallup, go get Gallup. Gallup's coming off of an ACL tear, and I don't even know how long his recovery has been, but we know how wide receivers are off of an ACL tear. But we yeah. also know that the Dallas Cowboys have nothing outside of CeeDee Lamb. And at this point, with Dalton hey. Schultz being hurt, they have nothing without CeeDee Lamb. Don't disrespect Noah Brown, man. Noah Brown's been he's been balling. You got to play Noah. What do you Brown want? Right what do you talk to me about? Talk to me about Michael Gallup. Uh, the Cowboys need Gallup in a very bad way. Uh, you saw it the first couple of weeks. Like outside of Noah Brown, they weren't doing a whole lot. They need that outside threat so badly. Um, I don't know if I would start him though. Like I think that's the problem. We don't know how healthy he is. Like again, what are you expecting from him? Well, you if you're not, come back? here's my thing. In redraft, if you're not going to start him, why are you rostering him? Like why are you just holding so, that roster spot? Exactly, right? So, again, if he comes back week four, week five, I don't know when he's going to come back. Like, you're probably not starting him for a couple week. weeks. They said it maybe this week. Yeah. Well, then Dak's coming back in two weeks. Yeah, that's what Jerry Jones says. But, I mean, he's he's just not going to be ready. Like, again, even Chris Godwin, like, he came back early. What happened to him? Hamstring injury. Out another two weeks. Out another three yeah. weeks. Like, it, I just can't start Gallup. And I get people want to buy in. I get the negative game script. He could be great. Um, I don't know. Everyone's asking him. these questions, right? Does, Ga- does Gallup open up? No. No, just, he doesn't. Like, I just am worried about what he – like, he, it wasn't like he was Cooper Cup anyway, right, coming off of yeah. an ACL. He's just Michael Gallup, which he's fine. He's Nelson Aguilar. That's what he is. He's, he'll run deep, on, and he'll bro. catch some passes. And I like Michael Gallup. I loved him out of Colorado State. I think he's a great receiver, great downfield tracker. I like but are the Cowboys going to be airing it out? I don't know. I don't think so. Not with Cooper Rush. They'll be they'll be fine. All right. right. What he about Rondell? What about Rondell? I, I don't want Rondell. I don't I don't what do we what do we expect from Rondell? Greg Dorch is playing like, well. So why would you get rid of him? Why would he stop getting those getting those routes? Like he's earned them, he's played well. Why would Rondell Moore come in and steal his spot? I just don't think that's gonna happen, man. I don't think Rondell Moore is some guy that's so talented and shown so much that he's gonna come in and steal Greg Dorch's job. And for that reason, I'm just not really in on him. He may be fine, but if he's qu- catching these swing passes out of the backfield because they can't run the ball, do we want those targets in fantasy? Not really. Greg Dorch, 14.4 points per game. Wide receiver, he's a wide yeah, he's receiver two right now. Yeah, I mean he's scoring, which helps. But yeah, he's been good. I don't see why I don't see why Cliff would go away from him when he's been so good. Right? Like again, I, I yeah, like Rondell Moore. I'm, I'm just but I don't at the see how his role gonna. Right, I don't think his role is going to be taken away. Oh for boy, Moore, Scott though. stirring the pot. What's the chat? Chat talking about J.K. Dobbins. 
Let's talk about him. Like he's he's rostered in redraft. Everyone's got him. He's on a roster. Oh yeah. What are you doing with Jack? What are you doing with that Baltimore backfield, man? Ah oh, man. I mean, you you don't want anybody. Um, if Dobbins is back this week, can you start him? I think the answer is no. What do you think? <laughs> Hell no. Not start. Yeah, I mean, until until he gives me something, I'm not playing him. Like I don't care if he says he's 150 percent healthy. Um, I'm not trusting no. J.K. Dobbins and his health assessment, considering he was apparently healthy and full practice all week and still didn't play. Um, I am not ready to uh, to go in on J.K. Dobbins. I think it's going to be all Andrews, Bateman, and Lamar going forward. We'll see about the run game. Uh, that's kind of to be determined. But uh, yeah, I'm not in on J.K. Dobbins right now. Can we really try to help the people out here? Because the worst position in fantasy year after year is tight end. Just awful. Oh, no. Just brutal, right? And even the usual suspects aren't doing what they're supposed to do this year. So if you punted tight end like I did in a lot of spots, right? And I'm listening to my dog, Cody Carpentier, pump me up about Cole Komet. I'm pumping myself up about Brevin Jordan. I'm getting David Njoku signed the fifth highest tight end contract in NFL history. What are we Got doing him. with these fucking tight ends, man? What, what are we doing? Where are we, where, if you don't have Kelsey... Andrews, Waller, Everett, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. What are you doing? Kyle Man, Pitts. I'm looking at I'm looking Kyle, at that's Ta- seven. Kyle Kyle Pitts. Do you know how far I have to scroll down fantasy rankings to find Kyle Pitts? He's below David and Joku at 35 overall, 3.9. But do you believe that's but, not gonna be the trend for the whole season, man? No. Well, I mean, it depends on who you believe. So, uh, guys, I am targeting, though. Robert Tanyan, I think, is a great target. Um, you know, coming back off ACL surgery, can hopefully get, get it going down the stretch. Keep your eyes on Tanya. I think he can get heavily involved. I like but that, I'm looking Paul. at Conklin. Looking at Conklin, Conklin. Looking at Logan Thomas. Both top 10 tight ends right now. Um, so Logan Thomas, a guy that was a phenomenal tight end years ago, had some injuries, now playing with Yolo Wentz. I think that while his volume is lower because Wentz is throwing to a lot to the receivers, he can be a guy with touchdown upside, and that's really all you're looking for at the bottom of the barrel. You've talked about Hayden Hurst a lot. Jay hit like it. Hayden Hurst, right? Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. <laughs> Jay's talking about it. Hayden Hurst looking Hayden good Hurst. right now. Tight end 13. Um, he's been playing well, eight and a half points per game. I think the question for me, Ray, and I got to ask you because I don't really know. Do you believe in Irv Smith after seeing what happened on Monday night? Dude dropped a probably, what, 50-yard <laughs> yeah, touchdown? It was like a 50-yard touchdown. Um, do I believe in him? Not really. The targets were but there. I believe in the fact that Minnesota has nobody else outside of Jefferson to throw to. Yeah. I believe that. Right. I, don't, I think that's the problem. These... He's bad. Like, he's really bad. But at the same time, he's, you know, he's getting volume. And so it's difficult to fade him, but he is getting the volume. Man, I'm, I'm, Gerald Everett and Zach Ertz were values, man. Like, just thinking about where they were oh, being yeah. drafted at. And Zach oh, yeah. Ertz, give, give Zach Ertz his props, man. He just, when he's out there, he's just catching passes, getting peppered with targets. Yep. Zach Ertz just getting, let me see what Zach Ertz his target share right now. Zach Ertz is getting peppered with targets at 31 years old. Still relatively young. 32 for the tight end. It's tight end five on the season. Sixth in targets. Ninth in target share. Number one in tight end and slot snaps. Number three in routes run. I, I like him. Twelfth in air yards. Yeah. Zach Ertz is nice. Uh, Higby, the number two option in L.A. Uh, Higby's getting his, man. Can for I now, interest- anyways, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Uh, somebody. Said I don't know if I want Hayden Cronklin or Hurst. Hayden Hurst or Tyler Cronklin. I think you want Hurst, Hurst probably. Hurst. I think it's close. It, it, the only reason why I'm not saying Conklin is because Zach Wilson coming back could shake things up a little bit. Um, and he's coming off a really big week, so I don't necessarily want to go that way. I think Curse has been more consistent and continue to be involved in this offense. You know, a little bit, not a lot, but I think he will be more consistent than we'll see from Tyler Conklin. I think that's why he's more worth the pickup or the start going forward. All right. Uh, tight ends are gross. Uh, let me just let me just ask a couple of more dirty-ass questions. Any interest in any of the New England tight ends, Hunter Henry or Jonu Smith? Dude. No. Dude, uh, no. You... It should be Hunter Henry, but I mean about, it's just not. So why what has happened to Dawson Knox? Where's he at? He's not getting targets, man. He just, he's been blocking, blocking for Josh Allen to throw the ball down the field. Seven targets. He did have four receptions though for forty one yards in targets. Seven, seven targets. targets. Yeah, seven targets. He only played well, six snaps doesn't really matter, but he's still playing, you know, eighty percent of the snaps. But yeah, seven targets and four of the five of them came this week, right? He had four receptions, so he's Fine. Four receptions, 41 yards, 8.1 points in PPR. What more can you expect from a tight end? But yeah, you definitely want him to score at some point. He hasn't quite got there yet, though. Oh, man. Ugh. All right. Tight end Miami is this gross, week, though. man. Tight end can is the end zone in Miami? Maybe. Who's this? Dawson Knox? No. Yeah, ball, Buffalo, Miami, man. Whew, big matchup this another, week. Another one of these tight ends that got paid and aren't doing shit. Let's talk real quick, man. Because um, we have them on the thumbnail. Have them on the thumbnail. I'm talking about fantasy buys and sells. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, very good. Hope you all listen to me. Everyone, I, I see some Rager talking here. Uh, no, not good. What do you want me to say? No, not good. Ha, ha, ha. 2020. It's a long time from, from then. Um, what are we doing uh, with Anthony Richardson right now, Jay? How are oh, you feeling? God. Let's just talk about him real quick because he was at one – Two weeks ago, he was the one-on-one in 2023. And we'll dive into this more later on in the, down the line because we are doing mocks every day in our Discord. Every oh day we're doing 2020 mocks. Where you at with your boy A. Rich? You're a Gators fan. That's your boy, Anthony Richardson, number one pick in the NFL draft. What are we thinking about him long-term? And now we're flipping the dynasty. What are we doing with A. Rich? I need to quote my dear friend Matt Bruning because for people who don't know, Anthony Richardson has more tackles than touchdown passes this season. Woof. And that is a problem. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think that he's going to be going anywhere soon. Hopefully, for his sake, he either looks better or does not declare for the NFL draft because he has I've, been off. Uh, some people that I've talked to said that he's probably not going to declare, that he's going to yeah. be a senior. I mean, he's, he's been so bad. How the hell is he going to declare? It's, it's we're not, looking we're not, bad. We don't have enough time. Look, I haven't seen Matt Bruning, Bruning in the chat. I haven't seen Bruning in the chat just, all morning, and he, then he pops he out of nowhere up. when Anthony Richardson's name is brought up, and he's saying, "Sell him, sell yeah. Bruning." I know a lot of people in C to C who went out and bought Anthony Richardson that paid an arm and a leg. Now, oh, now, oh, now God. the Debbie, Scott. the Debbie people are coming Scott. up. Scott Connor, Michael Mayer is the single most overrated and overvalued asset. In Devi slash Dynasty, talk that shit, Scott Connor. Bomb drop. Do I have a bomb? I don't think I have one. I gotta get a. I gotta get a bomb drop sounder. Who else? Y'all just want to shit on college players for the rest okay, of the who show. Else, who else, who else uh, is who terrible else this year? The wide Quinn receivers. Johnson, the wide receivers all stink. All of the receivers except Jordan Addison. All of them are bad yeah. so far in college football. Kayshawn Boutte not doing anything. Terrible. Jackson Smith and Jigba hurt. When he comes back, hurt, he's not doing not anything. 
Quentin Johnson's got five targets on the season. The only one that's playing well is Jordan Addison. That's the only one. Yep. 23. Who else do we want to shit on from the wide in the 23 class? <laughs> Everyone's saying Boutte. Boutte. <laughs> we want to go quarterbacks? It's just Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Will two. Levis sucks. Will Levis looks like Will Levis, Van Dyke. What else are we doing? Let's just let's just have a party. Just John talk. Tucker. No John good. John Tucker. Fluke. Just, just Syracuse running back. He's going to be a third, fourth round pick. Who else? The only one you Jameer want. Jameer Gibbs. No good. No, 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 no. no Not no, good no. enough. No, stop. Oh, yeah. Josh Downs. Oh, man. Always hurt. Man, this the chat has woken up. The 2023 class is just I'm getting every we're stirring the pot here. We're stirring the pot here. Ah, Josh Downs. Per Stone, Michigan fans, CJ Stroud isn't that good. A little bit of bias there, Stone. Look at y'all dynasty gamers. I like the show better when it was all redraft. It was just it was more more civilized. It was more fun. You guys are just Nate. All right, we got to get out of here. Nathan, you need to stop it. Nathan. Nathan. Stop it. Stop. I will not allow it is too early on this fine hump day for you to start this shit. Do not put this in the atmosphere, Nathan. Come on, man. Bijan Robinson is dope. Bijan Robinson's the one-on-one. He's balling out right now in college. Uh Jordan Addison is playing really good football. I think he's Yep. Kayshawn is still my one, but Addison. No, he's it's, not. No, he's not. Just just tell the people right now. Make it official. Jordan Addison, wide receiver, your USC Trojans. Let me see. Hold on. Wide receiver no, one in twenty twenty three going forward. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it. I gotta keep it real with the people. I'm not. I'm not. One thing about OGQ is I'm not gonna lie to you, baby. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. And this is this is. Wait, what am I doing? What am I showing? I don't know. Are you going to the database? Like yeah. you could change the database before you even show it. This is no, this means cha- nothing not to anybody. Cha- I'm not changing anything. Let me show you. In my tier one wide receivers, I have Kayshawn Boutte, Jordan Addison, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. They're all Kayshawn is still at the top of the list. Still at the top of the list. I'm I have not moved him yet. Kayshawn is But you still also told people that the list is not indicative of a rank. So really, Addison could be number one. You just we'll see. We'll see. All right, all right, all right. So we're gonna grind our projection model because you know me and Jay Rich do prop stuff and pretty good at it actually. Uh, we've made quite a bit of money so Traylon far this NF season. Traylon Burks over twenty eight and a half receiving yards, smashed it, baby. <laughs> Easy stuff. But Beautiful. we're putting together our projection models for some prop bets this weekend. So on Friday, we're gonna go through our rankings for this week for week three. Uh, Running back, wide receiver, tight end rankings this week. It'll be a fun show on Friday. Instead of, like, previewing the game and just talking stuff, like, we'll just give you our rankings. So make sure you tap into the show on Friday. We're going to do our running back ranks. Thursday night football, I think Troy and Laquan are going to come on for 10 minutes and do, like, a 10-minute Thursday Thursday halftime show. So make sure you tap in with them. They'll be on this channel. Uh, We got podcasts coming out. We got a big announcement on Friday. Make sure you tapped in for that. I promise you, if you participate in Dynasty Fantasy Football or even Redraft, you do not want to miss this announcement because somebody is coming on the team, coming aboard, uh, that's going to really, really help us out, man. Just one of the sharpest minds that I know, and I'm really excited that he's going to be a part of the DD team. But where we at? Where we at? We're done? We're done? Sam's asking where we keep the prop bet list, and it's not a list. We just make the videos, and then we do it in the Discord, too. We talk yeah. about more about Well, we got some Super Chats we got to get to. My bad. My bad, y'all. My bad. We ain't going to do that. What's your thoughts on Trey Lance and Dine? Oh, God. Here we go. Sell him. Sell him. Scott, no. tell him. Tell the people. No. Sell him. Do Sell him for whatever you can get. No. Sell him. 22-year-old quarterback. No. 
I made an offer Kramer, in one sell, league. Sell, Hold sell. on, let me give the people the damn question. I made an offer in one league of Daniel Jones in a 23 first for him. Absolutely not. I'm not doing it. Can't do it. And I wish I had enough time to really tell you why, but I'll just say this. I know he's going to be the starting quarterback next year. Jimmy Garoppolo will not be there. He's 22 years old. He'll be playing at 23 as a starting quarterback. Just eat the L. Sometimes in Dynasty, just eat the L and bank on the talent and the potential that you thought the player was going to have. I am not selling Trey Lance for Daniel Jones and a random 23 first. I'm not selling Trey Lance for Daniel Jones and Parker Washington, Daniel Jones and Jermaine Burton, Daniel Jones and Quentin Johnston. I'm not doing it, and I don't think that's the right move. And I went in depth, in great length, patreon.com forward slash all gas, sign up for the Heisman tier. We talk strategy every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Hours on hours of one-on-one conversation. I promise you, you sign up for the Heisman's here, you don't like it after a month, I will give you your money back. No bullshit. You don't like it, you don't. You got to tell me after a week you don't like it. You don't like it, I will give you your money back if you sign up for that tier. Straight up. G- Make sure you promise, read the fine man. print, people, or GQ will get you. Ah, I'm not like that, man. <laughs> What's... I'm not like that, bro. I'll give it back. No. I don't give a shit. All right, another, another, another question. Dynasty Superflex, horrible QB luck the last few years. Dak, Lance Watson, that is very bad luck. You must have stepped on a crack. Um, should I trade Mark Andrews? Dad jokes, baby. Jay, you got to laugh at me. That was awful. All right, I want myself. Try should I trade Mark Andrews for a 23 and 24 first, late first? Too big of a positional advantage. Would you, I don't I, mind it. I think Andrews for two first is a pretty good deal. But we're also not like we don't target high end tight ends because again they're just they're, they're too do. expensive. So in, in tight end premium well, leagues, I want them. But my thing is if you've lost Dak, it, okay. Well, I'm just saying if you've lost Dak, Lance and Watson, your team is your team is done, right? So you just eat yeah. the L this year. If you're going to pivot off of Andrews, I would say you need to be moving off of probably I would see what you can get for Dak. If you're going to implode it to that degree, because I would want to keep Mark Andrews. Even if even if it's a zero this year for the rest of my team, he is, in your opinion, dynasty tight end one. And a lot of people think yeah. over the next five years, he's probably the dynasty tight end one. I'm not trading him for a late 23 and a late 24 first. If anything, I would move Dak, try to get some more assets, and then build around Lance Watson and Andrews. I don't think I would just ship him off for late first, man. I don't think I could do that. I don't think that's the right I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even ship him off at all. Like I wouldn't ship off Dak either because, again, when you come back next season, you have Dak and you have Watson. Like That's a pretty damn good QB room. So I think yeah. that, you know, depending on the rest of your team and where they're at, like your quarterbacks are fine. If your running backs Thank are you. old, like you have Christian McCaffrey and some of these other guys, ugh, man, maybe you have to consider retooling. But with what you have, based on the information that we have right now, I think you wait, you take Dak, you take Watson next season. Boom, you still got cool. Andrews, you're good to yeah, go. Yeah, I'm not selling Andrews. No, I wasn't selling Andrews. There we go. Don't do it, Brett. Don't do it, Brett. All right, um, here we go. We got another one from Joey Crack. Joey Crack. Dream team or redeem team? Uh, I mean, I'm taking the dream team, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Ray, you're old enough. Did you? Would you take the redeem team? You got to take the dream team. You got to take the dream team. I mean, I don't, team. I don't know how you Magic, take the they, they, they lost, man. You they, one take... team didn't lose, one team lost. It's pretty easy for me. What in what team is that? The redeem team? Yeah, man. The dream. You think the dream team lost? No, they didn't lose. They, no, uh, you got to take. It's Bird. It's Magic. It's MJ. Bro, that team was nuts. Yeah. The redeem team was really good, though. They were yeah, really good. good. 
They were really good, man. And to see all those stars play, Kobe, KD, Bron, but yeah. I'm taking the dream team, man. I'm, I, I, what do you mean I'm old enough? Get the hell out of here, bro. Well, I'm assuming you're old about? enough to have watched the dream team. I don't know. Are, are you not? No. Oh, my I'm apologies. I'm not that bro. damn old, but I mean, I know what the dream team is. Get out of here, man. Donating for that J. Rich, Aaron Judge home run fun. Need you cash out all need money it. in my next music video. We got you, Fizzle. We got you. There's $5 to get your ticket to go get that Aaron Judge 60-second home run ball right there. All right. Make sure I didn't miss anything. All right. I'm going to get out of here. Let me get out of here before any more Super Chats roll across. We appreciate y'all tapping into the channel. Make sure you join in on Friday. RB, running back. Uh, running Rank. back wide receiver tight end rankings for the week three make sure you subscribe to the newsletter subscribe to the podcast leave a thumbs up button you 200 300 fucking people in here hit the thumbs up button on youtube man stop not hitting the thumbs up button hit the thumbs up button for your boy gq and, and jay rich we appreciate y'all tapping in y'all have a wonderful wednesday we out of this thing jay rich peace